0: Ordinarily, the Brown Act sets strict rules for teleconferencing. The governor's executive order has suspended those rules. The executive order does require that we continue to notice meetings in advance. The department has met all the applicable notice requirements. As noted on the agenda, members of the public may observe this teleconference meeting via SFGovTV.org and SFGovTV channel 26 and they may offer public comment by calling the published public comment phone number. I'd like to welcome the members of the public and the staff who are watching us live on SFGovTV. The commission asks and thanks you for your patience during these unprecedented times. We respectfully ask the public to have patience and expect delays and gaps during the meeting, particularly during public comment. To eliminate background interference, all panelists and presenters are asked to mute themselves when not speaking or waiting to present. The San Francisco HSA DOS commission acknowledges that we are on the unceded ancestral homeland of the Ramatush Ohlone who are the original inhabitants of the San Francisco Peninsula. As the indigenous stewards of this land and in accordance with their traditions, the Ramatush Ohlone have never ceded, lost, nor forgotten their responsibilities as caretakers of this place as well as for all peoples who reside in their traditional territory as guests we recognize that we benefit from living and working on their traditional homeland. We wish to pay our respects by acknowledging the ancestors, elders, and relatives of the Ramatush Ohlone community and by affirming their sovereign rights as First
1: Peoples. Um, Secretary, can you please take the role? Thank you, President Knudsen. Commissioners, please respond with present when I call your name. President Martha Knudsen. Present. Vice President Janet Spears. Present. Commissioner Sasha Bittner.
2: Present.
1: Commissioner Wanda Jung. Present. Commissioner Michelle Carrington. Has an excused absence. Commissioner Lum. Not present. Commissioner Barbara Sklar.
3: Present.
1: And DOS Executive Director Kelly Dearman is present. Present. Thank you. And President Knudsen, we have a quorum. Great. Thank you, Commissioners. The next item, Item Three, is communications. We like to provide further instructions for the members of the public and public comment process. Public comment will be available in each item on this agenda and during general public comment. Both channel 26 and SFGovTV.org are streaming the number across the screen. Each speaker will be allowed three minutes to speak. Comments or opportunities to speak during the public comment period are available via phone call. During each public comment period, viewers and callers will be instructed to call 1415-655-0001 with access code 146-535-1563, pound, and then selecting pound again. When connected, you will hear the meeting discussions, but you will be muted and in listening mode only. When your item of interest comes up, dial star three to be added to the speaker line. Best practices are to call from a quiet location, speak clearly and slowly, and turn down your television or radio. You will have three minutes to speak, and you will be informed by the moderator when you have 30 seconds left. After 30 seconds, you will be muted and placed back to listening mode. Alternatively, public comment can be submitted by email to jasmine.bello at sfgov.org. If you submit public comment via email, it will be forwarded to the Commission and will be included as part of the official docket. Are there any other communications from the Commission members?
0: Hearing commissioners, I've been asked to um, make changes in the order of the agenda. So we're going to be moving I, J, M, N, P, and Q to the end. And I agreed to accommodate this request. Also, our next item was approving the minutes of the uh, Wednesday, June 2nd, 2021, 2021. DOS Commission meeting. I'm going to postpone the approval for our next until our next meeting to give us time to review the minutes, so that we have uh, received them and you can review them. Um, are there? Uh, so without uh, without that agenda item, what I'm going to do is move to item five, the director's report,
4: and I'm welcoming our executive director. Thank you so much, I'm German. <laughs> Thank you so much, President. Sure. Um And I just want to thank all the commissioners for um, accommodating the schedule change. And I will be very brief with my report. So in terms of um, uh, items on the federal level, we discussed that, all of those things at the last meeting, but I just wanna remind you all that there is funding, um, federal funding for adult protective services and this is for the first time ever. And APS has received three rounds of funding under the COVID recovery and American rescue plans. Locally, we plan to use some of that funding to initiate a high risk self neglect multidisciplinary team meeting that will allow us to partner closely with HSH, which is Homelessness and Supportive Housing. And uh, the state is also prepping to complete a strategic plan for this um, APS program. Statewide, as you all know, the um, $202 billion budget was passed. There are historic investments in housing and services for people experiencing homelessness, including $2.75 billion for Project Home Key. Um, Also, the state has expanded coverage Um, to individuals who are 50 and over and undocumented. And this will include access to IHSS, which is great. Uh, Also funding was approved to support um, the California Department of Aging's implementation of the Master Plan for Aging. There's also $50 million uh, for counties to connect older adults and adults with disabilities to technology and training. Which is really um, great and should help us with the digital divide. There's $40 million of one-time funding for nutrition programs for older adults and adults with disabilities. Um, And uh, one thing that San Francisco already has is a um, backup provider registry, caregiver registry. We've had that for many years here, but other counties have not had that. And the state is now providing funds for counties to create that. Very needed service. Um, let's see. Uh, on the local level, the city passed um, their budget—a um, thirteen billion dollar budget—just a couple of weeks ago. Um, the good news is we have not had to cut any positions or programs, and we're currently in the process of dealing with all the addbacks and are sifting through what will come through um, our office of community partnerships to go out to the community. So it's all good news on the local and state budget. Finally, um, just want to give a shout out the National Association of Area Agencies on Aging uh, recognizes the innovative, successful and replicable programs and initiatives through the Aging Innovations and Achievement Awards Program. Congratulations go to the Nutrition and Supportive Services for Healthy Outcomes Program offered by DOS, OCP, and Project Open Hand. This program delivers nutrition support tailored to meet the needs of older adults who are food insecure and have chronic diseases. Tiffany Kearney, our program analyst and lead nutritionist deserves a shout out for this, so congratulations. Additionally, we partnered with Baby Senior Services to provide Culturally relevant creative arts activities for multiple generations of the city's Black and African-American communities. Weekly activities such as painting, beading, dancing, and storytelling bring together older adults, people with disabilities, and young adults. Congratulations to all involved for this innovative intergenerational program. These awards will be presented next week at the um, N4A conference. And that is all I have for right now.
0: Okay, well, great. Thank you so much. It's all good news. And we're very, very grateful for that and grateful for the innovations that we'll be able to implement and uh, just a a great shout out for a well-recognized award that um, Ms. Kearney certainly uh, deserves some credit for. So thanks for noting that. Any other questions or comments um, from our commissioners before we move on? Okay,
1: Then I think we're ready for um, employee recognition. Yes, Commissioners, item six is the DOS employee recognition. Executive Director Dierman, President Knutson, and the DOS Commission will be honoring Taylor Stizzy from the DOS Office of In-Home Support Services.
4: Excellent. Uh, so congratulations, Taylor. Uh, Taylor has been a part and I'm really looking forward to meeting you. Mm-hmm. Taylor has Hello, been Taylor. a part <laughs>
5: it's,
4: has been a part of the Quality Assurance Team for two and a half years. Over the past year, as the COVID pandemic challenged our program, Taylor was instrumental in providing support and materials to help our staff to adjust to the many changes the state made. He also volunteered to conduct home visits early on in the pandemic, came into the office to conduct face-to-face trainings before working remotely became the norm, And volunteered at the vaccination center on multiple days. He has developed tools to help workers complete their work more accurately and efficiently. He has developed and completed multiple targeted trainings for the program, individual units, and returning workers. He has volunteered to join the outreach team and has developed materials for presentations and participated in presentations to various groups. And he organizes materials and facilitates the monthly um, question and answer with QA. Taylor is a valuable member of the team who often goes above and beyond the duties of his regular work. We appreciate his commitment and dedication to the IHSS program, staff and our recipients. On behalf of all of us, Taylor, congratulations and thank you for all you do. Maybe Taylor wants to say something.
0: Yeah, please go ahead and just uh, congratulations on behalf of the commission. We always really in, enjoy learning what everyone does in a little bit more detail. So thank you for uh, sharing that today and, and congratulations. And please.
6: Yeah, yeah. Thank you so you have much. The for, floor. <laughs> yeah. you know, thank you so much for for this award. I got I got my clock already. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I really appreciate it. It. I
7: appreciate the recognition, and
6: you know, my passion lies with
8: IHSS and working with vulnerable communities, so I'm so grateful to have lived and work in an area where, um, you know, our population is valued and seen as many members, so, you know, I extend my thanks think, to everybody.
0: Well, th- thank you very much, thank you. And I, I wanna recognize the fact just uh, that our, we've been joined by our other commissioner, uh, commissioner Lum. So welcome to the meeting and we'll add you to the attendees. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Um, we'll, we'll call the advisory committee report, go ahead. Okay, commissioners item seven is the advisory council report. Presented by the Advisory Council President Diane Lawrence. And I do apologize for the feedback here. Not sure what's going on there.
9: Good morning, Commissioners, Um, Director Dearman. Um, I'm going to make this brief. I have more detail in the reports that'll go in this meeting's notes. Um, So we um, at our last meeting, we welcomed our new member that you had um, approved. at your last meeting, Tia Small. And we took the opportunity for each member to introduce themselves, give a little bit of their personal story. And for many of us who are longtime members, we learned a lot about our um, colleagues. And um, I think that especially being distant, that really helped. We also had Kelly Bryant from the DOS benefits and resource hub, and she presented an overview of the programs and process. The advisory council members asked for some feedback, and we had it by the end of the week. So we thank her for that. Uh, the council will be um, making arrangements when things are more open to go visit the hub, um, either as a group or one-on-one. Um, there were no. Um, we we had quite the discussion on uh, site visits and um, where we go from here. So we'll have more on that next month, because we'll continue that discussion. And then there was a brief update on the TAC meeting, which I'll also include with my report for all of you. So that's pretty much what we covered. It was a full meeting.
0: Okay, thank you. And we'll look forward to the the report. Thank you for doing that. Um, And are there any questions or comments from other commissioners from Ms. Lawrence? Okay, uh, uh, Commissioner
4: Spears, just one uh, question. It's the is the um, Commission or the Advisory Committee fully staffed now or how many? Uh, what or areas are still open?
9: So we have one more Commission opening, we think we have an application. Uh, but we're, we're asking the um, potential member to reapply. Uh, and it's the Board of Supervisors. So, um, if you want, I can include in my, we've sent them letters. We're getting ready. I haven't quite figured out uh, membership chair and I haven't quite, do we just send another letter? Do we call what, you know, because that's where we have our openings. But if you'd like, I, I will include those mem- those supervisors names again, in my report.
5: That'd be awesome.
9: Sure. Thank you. It hasn't changed. I'll tell you. That. <laughs> okay. So uh, not a problem.
0: Anything else on that advisory committee report and we can move along to the joint legislative report want to call that.
1: Commissioner's item eight is the joint legislative report also presented by the advisory council president Miss Diane Lawrence.
9: Mm-hmm. Again, I'll be brief. I have the details uh, in my report. And what I did this uh, month is I added notes uh, in the um, organization and support column. So you have more of our detail on what what was discussed um, at our meeting. So one bill that's been signed and chaptered, and I forgot to check which one that is. Uh, Any remaining legislation must be signed till September 30th. What we are seeing is a number of bills that are moving to the inactive file. And I'm sure when we meet next week, we'll see even more. And those bills will either come back in another bill uh, or they'll be added to a budget bill. Um, and then if nothing happens, um, they'll go away. CSL has already begun their work for next year on their proposals. Um, and there are about 30 that they're working through. So we'll have more on that at the end of the year. And then we sent off our letters of, um, two of the three letters, um, in support of two bills, one AB 383 on mental health for older adults and SB 675 on property taxation and I want to thank Jasmine and Cindy Kaufman for their help in getting those through the approval process and off to the legislative offices and we did hear back from the legislative offices that they had received them so that's pretty much where we are right now.
0: Okay thank you so much and we'll look forward to the fuller report and I'm so glad to see the mental health legislation moving along because as we know from our um, uh, uh contracts today how important uh, and what's happened with isolation of seniors especially during the pandemic so thanks for that prioritization um any other questions or comments from other commissioners for um, ms lawrence on the legislation okay okay thank you then we'll um thank you so much uh, ms lawrence and we'll look forward to the reading the full report uh when we get that um and then we'll move
1: along to the case report if we want to call that item. Commissioners item nine is the case report presented by Daniel Gallagher. And I think I see Mr. Gallagher. Good
3: morning Commissioner. Yes
1: <laughs> welcome.
3: <laughs> uh, and Executive Director Durman, thank you for the opportunity to speak with you this morning. I also will be brief that you have my report in advance. We'll just highlight a couple of things um, we resumed our meetings our case co-chair meetings with the executive director Kelly Durman and Cindy Kaufman um, yesterday and so uh, we'll continue that the third Thursday of every month um, an update on our case study writing project you may recall this is our case study for organizations or selected organizations that have uh, made changes to their service models because of the pandemic. Um, uh, We did hire the project coordinator. Um, Her name is Judy Godness. and Judy started in May and uh, Judy is managing all aspects of the project with oversight from the case co-chairs. Subsequently, we sent out a questionnaire to our membership to solicit agencies and programs that we will profile as part of this project. And we had 12 or 13 organizations responding to that. So that was a good response. We'll choose five organizations to profile, reflecting on their actual service model uh, adjustments in response to the pandemic and focus on lessons learned and how that service model um, will change and um, may inform how that profiled agencies practices going forward Will change with it uh, and we want to thank SF Reserve and DOS for their partnership in this endeavor. Moving along to the case budget ask, uh, there was um, we highlighted three areas in our advocacy for the budget process bridging the digital divide uh, which has been an ongoing advocacy effort um, we received two hundred thousand dollars in the year one. Um, which will go to DOS for tech devices, training, and internet services for seniors and people with disabilities. Um, this is the funding community groups advocated for and should not be earmarked for anything, anything else. And I want to uh, just mention that this funding is in addition to the $300,000 earmarked in the fiscal year 21 two-year budget. So it's an additional two hundred. dollars dollars to the $300,000 that um, has been remarked already. So we are happy for that, um, but that advocacy effort will continue on. There's much more funding needed for that. Uh, and then lastly in, the, in our budget advocacy uh, was the Restore the Promise Campaign to the Dignity Fund. Um, the Dignity Fund, you, you may recall, that as a set aside, was not funded last year in the pandemic. Um, and so uh, there was a $750,000 year one only to DOS for COVID era dignity fund patch, uh, restoring some of that $3 million not allocated in the fiscal year 21 budget. And then the annual $3 million required by legislation is back for fiscal year 22. Um, although uh, half of that 1.5 million dollars will fund the cost of doing business increase. So because there's no dignity fund allocation from which they're to draw the Codby last year the Codby funds were provided in the mayor's budget and will continue in the baseline budget moving forward. And then uh, lastly I'm sorry uh, our behavioral health ask for funding of five hundred thousand dollars to support senior centers was not funded. Item four there, and, and I, I won't go into detail here. This is the case programming for the next four months that we offer in our educational um, programming membership meetings. And then the service, I'll, I'll report just briefly on the service provider working group recommendations as, uh, that we will present to the oversight advisory committee of the Dignity Fund uh, on Monday. Um, And if you have that report, you can see what the service provider working group recommendations are uh, recovering from effects of the pandemic, uh, such as severe social isolation, isolation, programming to directly address the fear of coming out of, of our homes and trusting the vaccines, subsidies to keep people from dire poverty and consequences. Um, again, the digital divide. And lastly, transportation, uh, addressing ne- new needs because of the pandemic, whether it's in the form of uh, reduction of public transportation lines or other, and, and there are huge transportation issues currently facing uh, some of our agencies. And then lastly, uh, just a brief mention that uh, DOS and CASE will be hosting a collaborative webinar on reopening on July 23rd next Friday and we want to um, thank Michael Zog for helping uh, for really uh, spearheading that effort and that culminates on report
0: well thank you so much and thank you for all of the advocacy around all of these very very key priorities which I think we all completely agree with so thank you for that and and we'll look forward to the the report and review that as well for more detail are there any other questions or comments from the other commissioners for mr gallagher about his report
2: um when is the webinar when is the webinar
3: the webinar is next friday july 23rd at 11am um okay thank you I'm 11 to 1
2: yeah. Okay. I think
0: we can thank you so much again. And um, uh, I think we're ready to move on to uh, calling for public comment. General public comment. Uh, if the secretary wants to do that, go ahead.
1: Yes, thank you, President Knudsen
0: Commissioners
1: Uh item 10 is public comment an opportunity for members of the public to address the Commission on matters that are not on today's calendar moderator please open the phone line for public comment, we will allow some time for callers to submit their requests. And Justin do we have any callers in the queue,
8: Madam Secretary, there are no callers in the queue.
1: Thank you moderator that concludes the members of the public that wish to address the Commission under this item. Uh, We will move on to the next item, which is item 11 old business commissioners, please indicate by raising your hand if there is any old business that you would like to discuss. Okay. And seeing none, I'll hand it over to President Knutson to call the next item. Great. Thank you so much.
0: Um, Commissioners, the next agenda, item 12, is new business. Items A through X are action items that require a vote by the commission. And I'll start with item A, uh, which is requesting authorization to enter into a new grant agreement with Independent Living Resource Center, San Francisco ILRC for the provision of services for adults with disabilities during the period of July 1st, 2021 through June 30th, 2024 in the amount of $330,000 plus a 10% contingency for a total amount not to exceed $363,000. And Ophelia Trevino will present this item. If, good, mor- good morning. Good oh, morning. There you are on my screen. Welcome.
10: <laughs> Thank you. Good morning, President Knudsen, Commissioners, Executive Director Dearman. My name is Ophelia Turbino analyst with the Office of Community Partnerships. Um, and this morning, I ask your approval of the grant with the Independent Living Resource Center, ILRC, to provide services to San Francisco's adults with disabilities. The primary goal of the ILRC Education Advocacy and Peer Mentors for Adults with Disabilities grant is to empower people of varying abilities and disabilities to live a fully realized and integrated community life by providing specialized services to them, which play an important role in maintaining independence among adults living with disabilities. The program has two components. The first component is education and advocacy, which um, includes the Independent Living Academy provided by the ILRC. The academy will teach community-based living skills in addition to self-advocacy skills. The second component is a peer mentoring program. Peer mentoring is a fundamental part of all ILRC programs where peer mentors will be trained and regularly scheduled interactions will be set up with mentees. Services are provided in Spanish, Cantonese, and Mandarin. Um, And the office also has uh, in-house capacity in Spanish, Cantonese, and Mandarin. Um, In the last year, um, services were adjusted to provide Zoom-based and phone peer mentoring um, offerings. Um, I'd like to also note that for fiscal year 2021 program monitoring, um, ILRC was found compliant with no findings. Thank you. I'm happy to answer any questions.
0: Great, thank you so much, Ms. Trevino. Are there any comments or questions from commissioners on this item?
2: Um, I have a question. I have a question. Um, how do they recruit people for the program?
7: How do they recruit
2: people for the program? Um, well, because we wanted to first group of both men and men oh, we wanted to. We wanted my wonder yes do will they make to do we good will they make sure to recruit the people a diverse group of people apps
10: yes um all recruitment um is done via um either clients um, or other CBOs, they provide um, flyers and so forth to recruit volunteers that are diverse, um, that have diverse disabilities and so forth. And some have even um, gone through the leadership academy um, that have has been provided by ILRCSF. big big. If you want more information on um, where they recruit from, I'm happy to follow up with you as well. Like, with specific questions.
2: Yeah, I, would, I would be interested because I'm thinking of like. I would be interested because I'm thinking of. From the Brown and Black community. From the Brown and Black community. And, um, you know, LGBTQ. LGBTQ. That sort of thing. And sort of as, okay. well as, as well as disability.
10: Perfect. Yeah, that sounds great. And then if you also have any ideas, um, we're always looking, the program is always looking for partnerships. So I'd, I'd be interested to make more connections for the agency. Thank you. Thank you. Right, thank you.
0: Any other uh, comments or questions from commissioners? And uh, do we have anyone from the public who wishes to comment on agenda item A?
1: Moderator, please open the phone line for public comment on agenda item A. We will allow some time for callers to submit their requests. And do we have any callers in the queue?
8: Moderator there. Um... Madam Secretary, excuse me. There are no callers in the queue.
1: Thank you. That will conclude the members of the public that wish to address the commission under this item.
0: Okay, thank you. I'm hearing no further requests to speak on the item. We will close public comment. Is there a motion from commissioners uh, to approve item A? I move that we approve item A. Okay. Thank you, Commissioner Bittner has moved item agenda A and I think I saw a second from Commissioner uh, (laughs) Jung. Thank you. Um, Madam Secretary, can you please take a roll call vote to approve item A?
1: President Martha Knudsen, how do you vote? Yes. Vice President Janet Spears, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Sasha Bittner, how do you vote? Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Commissioner Wanda Jung, how do you vote? Yes.
0: Yes.
1: Commissioner Nelson yes. Lum, how do you vote?
2: Yes. 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 Yes.
1: And Commissioner Barbara Sklar, how do you vote? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> okay. The vote was unanimous.
0: Okay, thank you. Um, Commissioners, the next order of business is item B and this also requires a vote by the commission requesting authorization to enter into a new grant agreement with the ARC San Francisco, the ARC, for the provision of services for adults with disabilities during the period of July 1st, 2021 through June 30th, 2024 in the amount of $421,500 plus a 10% contingency for a total amount not to exceed (laughs) $463,650, Ophelia Trevino will present again. Thank you.
10: Good morning again, President Knutson, Commissioners, uh, Executive Director Dearman. My name is Ophelia, analyst with the Office of Community Partnerships. Um, This morning, I asked for your approval of the ARC of San Francisco grant to provide services to San Francisco's adults with disabilities. Via the Education, Advocacy, and Peer Mentorship Grant. The primary goal of the ARC's Education and Advocacy and Peer Mentor for Adults with Disabilities grant is to empower people of varying abilities and disabilities with a fully and realized community life and advocate for a more equitable San Francisco that celebrates all, no matter race, orientation, or ability. Um, the ARC San Francisco provides educational services for adults with intellectual and developmental disabilities. These services are responsive to the unique needs of adult learners and provide individual support for clients to learn and process the practical application of new information, ideas, and skills. Services offered by the ARC build foundational competencies um, like self-awareness, self-management, responsible decision-making, social awareness, and relationship skills, which are all integral skills to maintain independence among adults with disabilities. The program is also made up of two components. The first component is education and advocacy and course offerings will include anti-racist equity and advocacy course topics to provide consumers with the knowledge to navigate resources, resiliency, skills building, digital literacy, and the confidence to become community leaders in the years to come. The second component is a peer mentoring program and the program will include rec- recruitment training and matching volunteer peer mentors to adults living with a disability. I also want to highlight that the Arc is a new grantee offering services for this program and this partnership is going to help expand our services to a broad community of disabled adults. Thank you, I'm happy to answer any questions.
0: Okay, great. Thank you so much, Ms. Trevino. Do we have any questions or comments from the commissioners, uh, Commissioner John? Uh, and
10: then uh, Commissioner
0: Bittner,
11: yeah. I have a question. Um, first of all, I just want the very important uh, services um, to the community as far as uh, both uh, services offered by Independent Living Resource Center and ARC. Um, I basically have um, two questions. Well, one main question, which is, um, is well, it seems that both um, the services uh, we just approved for independent living resource center and ARC are exactly the same. Is there a reason for the two different grant process? Um,
10: they they do they are offering different um, course offerings, and um, you know the ARC's population is primarily idd adults and so those courses do require you know sometimes um students will need to take the class six or seven times before they're able to you know retain that information so it is slower pace and it meets clients where they're at okay so we wanted to ensure that um you know we're able to reach a diverse population of disabled adults
11: Okay, so there isn't like a duplication of services. Is there a need to coordinate between the two organizations? Or is it just two different set of populations and there there is not, a, there's no concerns regarding duplication of services?
10: There there are no concerns regarding duplication of services, at, yeah. Okay. We're trying to reach a wide net of um, uh, a population in San Francisco. Okay,
11: great, thank you. hmm
0: and Commissioner Bittner, did you have a question or comment?
2: Um, I just wanted to say that this wanna say that This is wonderful that we're doing this. This is wonderful that we're doing this. Um, people with IDD people with IDD often get kind of often get kind of suffered in the mix Suffered in the separate, um, washed in the mix. Washed in the mix. And like often, um, like IRLC. And, and I... you now IRLC, the Independent Living Resource Center, and it's really good. But I think having the all good as a it's really good, but I think no. the independent living center is really good. The independent living center is really good. And you um But the ARC Can have more targeted education. And have more targeted education. And peer mentorship. And peer mentorship. And I just wonderfully to really commend. I just really want to come um, back. We all for doing this. We are for doing this. Um, because to, um, Wanda's question. Wanda's question? No, to Wanda's question. To Wanda's question. Uh, and it's a, and it it's people with IDD. People with IDD. Uh, but, Kind of different needs sometimes. Kind of different needs sometimes. And from the general disability population. From the general disability population. And so well to say I'm very happy with this. So to say I'm very happy with,
9: with this. Okay, well,
0: okay. Thank you very much. And I think these questions have really gone to illustrate sort of the historic um, uh, nature of this new grant and how, the, how it's different and important. But thank you so much for these great uh, questions that brought that out. Um, do we have any other questions or comments from commissioners before we move on to public? Then we can, does anyone from the public who wishes to comment on agenda item B?
1: Moderator, please open the phone line for a public comment on agenda item B, and we will allow some time for callers to submit their request. Do we have any callers in the queue, Justin?
8: Madam Secretary, there are no callers in the queue.
0: Okay, great hearing no further request to speak on the item we will close public comment. Is there a motion from commissioners to approve item B? Right. I so moved. I'm gonna say uh, Commissioner Sklar uh, moved and Commissioner Bittner seconded. Thank you for that. Um, can we uh, call the roll call vote to approve item B, uh, Madam Secretary?
1: Yes, President Martha Knutson, how do you vote? Yes. And Vice President Janet Spears, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Sasha Brittner, how do you vote? Yes. And Commissioner Wanda Jung, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Nelson Lum, how do you vote? Yes. And Commissioner Barbara Sklar, how do you vote? Yes. And the vote was unanimous. Great, thank you so much.
0: Um, Commissioners, the next item is C and also requires a vote by the commission requesting authorization to enter into new grant agreements with multiple providers for the provision of adult day program, ADBP, Services for older adults and adults with disabilities for the period of July 1st, 2021, to June 30th, 2024, in the amount of one million seven hundred forty thousand, plus a ten percent contingency for a total amount not to exceed one million nine hundred fourteen thousand dollars. And Fanny Lapitan will present this item. And I'm seeing Fanny. Welcome. Good
12: morning. Good morning. Good morning, Commissioners. Good morning. And Executive Director Dearman. Again, I'm Fanny Lapitan. Um, Program Manager for the Office of Community Partnerships. Um, I'm presenting our request today to enter into new grant agreements with multiple providers um, and those include Catholic Charities, Institute on Aging, Kimochi, Unlock Day Services and Self-Help for the Elderly. Um, They will be providing adult day program services to older adults and adults with disabilities in San Francisco. <clears throat> Excuse me. The purpose of these grants is to help support the operating costs of providing adult based services to eligible individuals. to to help encourage independence and help them remain in the community through opportunities for social, physical, and emotional engagement. As you may already know, adult day programs or ADPs are community-based programs that provide non-medical care to persons 18 years of age or older who are in need of personal care services, um, supervision, or assistance necessary to sustaining their activities of daily living. Uh, these are social day model programs that are distinct from adult day healthcare or ADHC, which are more medical based. Um, services typically include uh, socialization and recreational activities, Um, There's some health monitoring. Meals and snacks um, are provided and assistance with ADL and um, supportive counseling as well. Um, Adult day programs uh, are licensed by the California Department of Social Services, community care licensing, and and they really offer a variety of services and activities in a um, structured protective setting. Um, Services are provided by trained and competent staff and um, all of our grantees have the capacity to meet the diverse language needs of the participants. Um, Adult day programs are really an important service to our target population because it supports aging in place by preserving community living and really allows opportunities for individuals to be active in a safe environment. Um, Additionally, um, the ADPs provide respite and support to caregivers and families um, through education, resources, and connection. Uh, During the pandemic, all of the adult day programs um, Uh, that we're supporting have had to pivot and adjust their uh, activities from in-person to virtual and telephonic engagement. Uh, They provided wellness checks, delivered care packages and food support um, and conducted activities like um, exercise, art, music appreciation and games via Zoom for those with access to technology. Um, And then activity packets were delivered to uh, participants for those who weren't able to join via Zoom. Um, Additionally, caregivers and families uh, were able to continue receiving the support group counseling, um, education and resources also virtually and telephonically. Um, Now as the centers start to reopen slowly, um, they are now able to do in-person services at limited capacity. Um, A hybrid approach is being used to really provide opportunities for engagement to both those who are ready to come back in person and those who, who wanna continue with remote activities. Um, but all of the providers are very much looking forward to uh, fully reopening and having the participants socializing and fully participating in um, all the activities again. Uh, with that, I'm, I'm happy to answer any question from the commissioners at this time. Thank you. Great. Th- thank you so much. And it is good to hear that we're
0: reopening as soon as we can. And it's so important for that. So it's good to get that update. Uh, any questions or comments from um, our other commissioners on this item? Uh,
11: Commissioner John, yes. Um, I just have a um, question in terms of um, the, uh, let's see, what it, uh, the service objectives, number of people served, um, and number of hours. I noted that um, all the grantees are, not all, all, but one of the grantees was similar in terms of number of people who served anywhere from um, high of uh, 45, 30 to 45. The only exception to that that I noticed is on-law services, um, they actually, let's see, I. Actually, it actually, increased. They actually increase their hours and number of people served per um, contract year. I was just wondering if you can talk a little bit more about sure. what the differences. of uh,
12: yes. Okay, go ahead. Certainly. Thank you, Commissioner. That's a very great, uh, great, very good question. Um, so, of the the new of the. Um, five grantees that we are now uh, that we are going into new agreements with Unlock um, day services is our newest um, addition to this group. And, and so um, their um, day uh, program at 55, I'm sorry, at, um, with, when in partnership with Unlock is brand new. And so there's a ramp up for them. And that's why there is sort of like an increasing number of uh, consumers and ke- increasing number of services that they are working towards each year um, as they start to stabilize, as, as they start to ramp up and and you know get their program really going. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, thank you. Sure, any other questions?
0: Okay, then uh, is there anyone from the public who wishes to comment on item C?
1: Moderator, please open the phone line for public comment. And we will allow some time for callers to submit their requests. Moderator, do we have any callers in the queue?
8: Madam secretary, there are no callers in the queue.
1: Thank
0: you. Okay, then hearing no further requests to speak on the item, we will close public comment. Is there a motion uh, to approve item C from our commissioners? I, uh, Commissioner Lum, and I think I saw Vice President Spears. So Commissioner Lum moves and uh, commissioner's, uh, Vice President Spears seconds. Um, so can we have the roll call to approve item C?
1: And president Knutson, how do you vote? Yes. Vice President Spears, how do you vote?
2: Yes. Commissioner,
1: Commissioner Bittner, how do, yeah. Commissioner
2: okay. Jung, how do you vote? Yes.
1: Commissioner Chung, how do you
11: vote?
1: Yes. Commissioner Lum, how do you vote? Yes. And Commissioner Sklar, how do you vote? Yes. The vote was unanimous. Great,
0: thank you so much. Um, Commissioners, the next item is D and also requires a vote by the commission requesting authorization to enter into a new grant agreement with multiple providers for the provision of Alzheimer's Daycare Resource Centers, ADCRCs for older adults and adults with disabilities for the period of July 1st, 2021 to June 30th, 2024 in the amount of $1,410,000 plus a 10% contingency for a total amount not to exceed $1,551,000 $1,551,000 and Fannie Rabbiton will present this
12: item as well. <laughs> Again, thank you for the time today, commissioners. Um, I am also presenting our request to enter into new agreements with multiple providers, including uh, Catholic Charities, Institute on Aging, Self-Help for the Elderly and Stepping Stone. Um, and they will be providing the Alzheimer's Daycare Resource Centers for older adults and adults with disabilities. Um, so the Alzheimer's Daycare Resource Centers or our ADCRCs are um community-based programs that take place within the existing structure and operations of an adult day program or an adult day health care center. These programs um, serve individuals with um, Alzheimer's disease and other dementia-related disorders, particularly in the middle to late stages, um, and whose care needs make it difficult for them to uh, participate in other community-based um, or social settings programs like you know, maybe a senior center. Um, ADCRCs help individuals with Alzheimer's or other dementia to remain in the community um, and to continue to live a meaningful life by providing them with uh, enhanced and guided opportunities for social, physical and emotional engagement. Services at these centers are provided, again, by trained staff and um, the grantees maintain a physical environment um, suitable to caring for participants with conditions associated with um, Alzheimer's or other dementia. Um, In addition, um, these centers uh, provide respite and support for the participants, uh, primary caregivers and families. Um, The ADCRCs are uh, contracted to provide four components. Uh, Those four are uh, the day program services, caregiver support, volunteer services, and then education. Um, So the centers provide enriching activities and socialization opportunities for the participants. Um, They also provide supportive counseling and resources to the caregivers and families. And then volunteers are enlisted and trained to be part of the care teams and and help provide the ABCRC services. And then um, uh, the education provided um, to uh, caregivers, families and staff uh, would include topics like um, uh, recognizing different stages of dementia, dementia related uh, behavior management and um, effective communication methods, among others. Uh, again, during the pandemic, the ADCR, ADCRCs have pivoted to providing their services virtually or telephonically um, since in-person engagement was not feasible. Uh, the centers provide uh, provided wellness checks, uh, they delivered care packages and food support, they conducted activities appropriate for the participants with Alzheimer's or dementia, Um, uh, via zoom when possible and with assistance of their family or caregiver or um, through activity packets that were uh, delivered to the homes. Um, So the also the ADCFCs are slowly reopening as well and operate operating in person with very limited capacity but um, really the centers again are very excited to start operating again in full swing uh, when when the right time comes. Uh, Thank you and Mm -hmm. please let me know if you have any questions. Okay, well, thank you again for the comprehensive update. We appreciate that very much. And there, are there any
0: questions or comments from the other commissioners on this item? Uh, Commissioner John?
11: Uh, I have two questions. One, um, again, another very important um, service provided to the community. Uh, I noticed that this particular, um, these services rely very heavily this particular one, on volunteers. Um, can you talk a little bit more about uh, how the different grantees um, recruit to volunteers or does it vary so much that it's hard to make a, a quick summary of that process?
12: Um, well that's a very good question they do vary depending on the grantees but i know um you know they they each have sort of like their own unique approaches to uh the out- outreach of um, volunteers some would be recruiting in uh within um uh, the other the care the families and caregivers um of the participants <laughs> at the centers and some uh would be like through their own organizational uh, uh outreach efforts um, like maybe a web Website or or informing um, just word of mouth. Um, so really different different uh, approaches. Um, but the teams, um, each team, um, the care teams are supported by by both paid staff and and the volunteers uh, who are both trained in the same in the same way to make sure that the the care that they're providing appropriate care.
11: Okay. Do you know um, as far as um, not being able to do, uh, to gear up totally for in-person is uh, recruiting and and training volunteers. Is that, how's that being handled?
12: Yeah, that's a um, very good question. We have seen so, um, sort of a decrease in the amount of uh, just the people who are able to volunteer at these um, at these programs because, again, of you know the concerns around pandemic. Um, but I think um, we we are hopeful that that would go back again to um, sort of like what the norm is and um, providing volunteers um, and staff sort of the uh, training and the protections that they can use when they're interacting with uh, participants in person such as PPEs and just you know the protocols having the the, uh, um, health protocols to um, to keep safe okay all right thank you that's helpful
11: my last question is uh, going back also to um, the service service objectives I notice um, all four uh, grantees, basically a grant about the same amount of money, but there seems to be a huge discrepancy between uh, what self-help elderly is able to provide compared to the other grantees uh, in terms of volunteer hours. Um, for example, self-help says they're able to recruit 100 volunteers and, um, provide 1,000 hours of of volunteer services as compared to just uh, looking at another grantee. Um, Catholic Charities, who's um, only able to recruit 40 volunteers and provide 300 hours. So big differences. I was just wondering if you can talk a little bit about that.
12: Yeah. So in speaking with the different grantees and just being, you know, working with them, collaborating with them and and looking at realistically some of these um uh the the units of service that they're able to deliver. Um, some of them are very comfortable um providing or delivering what they have normally been able to um, you know, they the the normal the usual numbers that they've they feel like they're able to do Um, and some have been you know a little bit more cautious wanting to really make um, uh, not not you know uh, not set them up for failure so we are um, always working with them throughout the grant terms to look at those numbers and and adjusting when necessary but Mm. really the difference is um, we don't want to push for a number that that the grantee would not, you know, we don't want to set them up for failure basically, so right, right. um, we, we just want to be realistic. So, um, we work with the grantee closely to make sure that those numbers are being met and and even above um above the uh the service uh delivery. Okay, all right, thank you.
0: Thank you. Any other comments? Thank you. Um, yeah, Commissioner Long.
13: Hi, um. I forgot what I was going to ask. No, actually I'm get <laughs> Uh how how uh, how do we oversee or monitor the activities of these organizations?
12: Well, um besides our monthly monitoring, um, you know, we we have these check-ins with our partners we also use our get care system to track data that they enter for enrollment and activities um, that they report that they're conducting with participants and, and of course we have our program annual program monitoring um, and, and and that's how we make sure that we're always in connection and we're building relationship with our grantees um, um, to To know what they're what they're uh, how they're operating and 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 what the services they're they are providing. Does that answer your question, Commissioner? Yes, thank you. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Uh,
0: any other questions, comments from commissioners? And seeing none, um, do we have anyone from the public who wishes to comment on agenda item D?
1: Moderator, please open the phone line for public comment, and we will allow some time for callers to submit their request. And Justin, do we have any callers in the queue?
8: Madam Secretary, there are no callers in the queue.
1: Thank you. Thanks.
0: Great. Then i um, hearing no further requests to speak on the item. We will close public comment. Is there a motion from commissioners to approve item D? I move. Uh, Commissioner Bittner has moved a uh, second from Commissioner Sklar. Thank you for that. Uh, Madam Secretary, can you please take a roll call vote to approve item D?
1: And President Knudsen, how do you vote? Yes. Vice President Spears, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Bittner. How do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Jung. How do you vote? Yes. And Commissioner Lum. How do you vote? Yes. And Commissioner Sklar. How do you vote? Yes. Thank you. The vote was unanimous. Great, thank you so much, commissioners.
0: The next item is E and also requires a vote by the commission It is requesting authorization to enter into a new grant agreement with self-help for the elderly for provision of choosing healthy appetizing meal plan solutions for seniors, CHAMPS, during the period of July 1st, 2021 through June 30th, 2025 in the amount of $1,615,628 plus a 10% contingency for a total grant amount not to exceed $1,777,191. And Tiffany Kearney will present the item. Welcome Ms. Kearney, I saw you join us earlier. (laughs) Here we go. You might be muted. Yeah.
14: Good morning.
0: Okay.
5: Yeah,
14: there, go. there we go. I can hear you. Yeah. Um, thank you. Good morning, Commissioners, President Knutson and Executive Director Dearman. My name is Tiffany Kearney. I am a program analyst and lead nutritionist for DOS. The grant I'm presenting um, for the commission's approval is with self-help for the elderly for a program known as CHAMPS. The CHAMPS program provides older adults with nutritious meals at restaurants located in the city. This grant specifically targets the older adult population and the provision of services in districts 4, 7, and 11, where there are fewer DOS-funded congregate meal programs available to meet the demand for service. CHAMPS is one of the several nutrition programs supported by the department and directed at alleviating food insecurity in the community. DOS launched the CHAMPS program in 2014 with Self-Help for the Elderly as the grantee to pilot the program. Using the CHAMPS model of nutrition services, Self-Help is able to offer multiple cuisines, more menu choices and expanded dining times to DOS consumers through restaurant partnerships. Self-Help has a restaurant partner in each of the three districts. Each restaurant offers two types of cuisine. The restaurants in District 7 and 11 both offer Chinese and American cuisine, and the restaurant in District 4 offers Chinese and Vietnamese cuisine. Because CHAMPS is a program model within congregate nutrition services, consumers who participate in it have the same benefits and resources available to to them as they would if participating in a congregate meal program at a community center, including meals that meet nutritional standards and provide key nutrients that we know are important for the health of the clients we serve, Meals that are prepared in commercial kitchens that are monitored and evaluated on a quarterly basis for food safety and sanitation, and staffed with employees who receive regular training on a, on current best practices in food safety and sanitation, which is particularly important when serving higher risk populations. Consumers also receive nutrition risk and food security risk screenings and have access to nutrition counseling and nutrition education. Similar to uh, congregate meal programs at community sites, the pandemic affected the CHAMPS program. When the city issued the stay at home order in March of 2020, the CHAMPS restaurants also closed their dining rooms and shifted to takeout meals only. Now with the city's safer return together health order, Self help in partnership with the restaurants are gradually transitioning back to a dine in format at a pace that feels comfortable and safe to self help, the restauranteurs, and consumers. We are hopeful and anticipate that this gradual transition will continue through the first half of this fiscal year. And during this time, both dine in and takeout options will be available to consumers. Thank you, and I'm happy to answer any questions the commissioners may have at this time.
0: Okay, thank you so much, Ms. Kearney. Um, and do we have any comments or questions from the commissioners, uh, Commissioner Jung?
11: I just have a quick question. I'm um, Just wondering, as far as uh, self-help and these uh, restaurants that were selected, do you know the process? How did they go about selecting these particular restaurants?
14: Um, sure. That's a great, um, that's a great question. Um, well, I mean, we, the, the districts were, um, sort of, you know, the, the districts were identified and, um, the self-help will, will sort of, you know, one look for the particular cuisine that's sort of, you know, in demand. Um, so in all of those districts, that is a particular cuisine that is, you know, sort of in high demand. And then they, um, you know, I think they they do a lot of sort of outreach to restaurants. Um, and then once they identify a restaurant that is willing to, you know, partner with them, uh, we, um, DOS, uh, will go out and sort of um, assess the restaurant. Uh, similar to um, the same sort of process that we would do if someone wanted to open an, a new meal site. Um, you know, we sort of look at food um you know health and sanitation scores, menus. Um, you know the um, and then the like self helps. Uh, registered dietitian will um, present. You know sort of the the menu. Do a nutrient analysis, and um, then they sign. They sign an agreement. Does that is that yeah, yeah? yeah. yes okay. thank you great.
0: Okay. Any other uh, comments or questions from the commissioners about item E? Okay. Then hearing none, um, Madam Secretary, do we have anyone from the public?
4: It was a question. Uh, uh, oh, I'm
0: sorry, Mr. Lum, please, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Thank you. Thank you, Vice President Spears.
13: <laughs> yeah. Um, my question is, uh, since there are uh, only three districts that are being uh, that are under this particular program, are we only talking about three restaurants?
14: At the, yes oh, so, so yeah based, so it's three it's three restaurants at the moment yeah
13: so based on the amount of money that's being uh requested each restaurant would be receiving over uh, three, over three hundred thousand
2: um
14: well the the money is actually I mean the the funding is is for self-help, um, and it's for them to one run the program and two um, pay for the for the meals, um, and yeah. So for um, so in fiscal year um, for in fi- so in fiscal year twenty one twenty two, the grant amount is four hundred and fifteen thousand for um self help and the three the three restaurants we actually pay um we reimburse self help per meal so um if you look on the um in the appendix a um for the um for this grant you'll see that this um this funding will cover um, in fiscal year, 21, 22, 42,400, um, meals, and in the outer years, 40,806 meals, which I think works out to roughly, um, nine dollars, like 980 per meal.
3: Thank you.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, any other questions from commissioners? Clarify. Okay, then uh, Madam Secretary, do we have anyone from the public who wishes to comment on agenda item E? Moderator, please
1: open uh, the phone line for public comment. I had one other question. Oh, oh um, I'm sorry. Commi- sorry. Vice President Spears. Please no go ahead. Problem. Uh, Ms. Kearney, can you how would someone in district
4: 11 know that they would be able to sign up for this nutrition program? Like, what is the yeah. outreach from self-help into the districts? Um,
14: well, I mean, that's part of their. Well, um, the, when they advertise within the district, they advertise on their website. They advertise to, um, you know, to in their other senior centers um, or their community sites. So that's also part of their um, their re- You know, that's part of what outreach their program. yeah is okay. part of that
4: I live in district 11 I just need to know I have a lot of older um, neighbors that I know and I just want to make sure that I know where to tell them to go so yeah um,
14: it's in the, the packet there is the site chart there you can see where the the restaurant is and you know they' yes. always we're always looking or they are um, and dos as well you know always looking for different restaurants to partner with as
4: well but the local residents actually sign up with self-help for the elderly, correct? Correct, correct, yeah. yeah. Got it, just want to make sure I understood that. Thank yeah. you.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, well, thank you. Um, any other questions or comments from the commissioners? It is a very interesting and innovative program. I get a lot of questions about it, which is good. I think I also read it serves up to a thousand people or something It had a pretty high number of participation.
14: So yeah. Yeah, it does. I think the, um, yeah, uh, 11, um, 1100, a little over 1100. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then someone could also call the main DOS number and find out Mm -hmm. about it, right? Always. So that's a common thing to know too. Okay, great. Yeah. It's it's listed as a site on our sort
14: of comprehensive site chart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: All right. Um, Then any other comments, questions from commissioners? Okay, then do we have anyone from the public who wishes to comment on agenda item E?
1: And moderator, can you please now open the phone line for public comment? And we will allow some time for callers to submit their requests. And do we have any callers in the queue?
8: Madam Secretary, there are no callers in the queue.
1: Thank you. you.
0: Right. Then, hearing no further request to speak on the item, we'll close public comment. Is there a motion from the commissioners to approve item E? And I have a motion from Vice President Spears. Any second? I'm sorry, from Commissioner Jung. Thank you, um, Madam Secretary. Please take a roll call vote to approve item E.
1: And President Knudsen, how do you vote? Yes. Vice President Spears, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Bittner, how do you vote? Yeah. Commissioner Jung, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Lum, how do you vote? Yes. And Commissioner Sklar, how do you vote? Yes. The vote was unanimous. Thank you. Okay, great, thank you so much, commissioners. The next item is F
0: and also requires a vote by the commission requesting authorization to enter into a new grant agreement with self-help for the elderly for the provision of short-term home care for older adults, personal care, Chore and homemaker services during the period of July 1st, 2021 to June 30th, 2025 in the amount of $468,716 plus a 10% contingency for a total grant amount not to exceed $515,587. And Paolo Salta will present the item and I see Mr. Salta, so welcome.
7: <laughs> Hello, good morning, commissioners, executive director Dearvin. Uh, my name is Paula salta analyst with the office of community partnerships the approval of this new grant agreement with self-help for the elderly will allow the continuation of the short-term home care for older adults program which they administered in the previous term short-term home care for older adults funding stems from the older americans act title 3b supported services as you may know these programs seek to enable older individuals to maintain their well-being through these systems of services specifically addressing functional limitations with a goal of maintaining health and independence while living at home. There are three types of services for this program. Personal care, which includes standby assistance, supervision or cues with eating, bathing, toileting. Homemaker, which provides assistance with preparing meals, shopping for household items and light housework. And lastly, chore. Sorry lost my place chore services that include heavy housework, yard work and other home maintenance for an individual. Self help for the elderly's years of experience providing the service has allowed them to create an expansive referral pipeline. This includes hospitals, rehabilitation centers, boarding care facilities, adult day centers, the case management program, aging and disability resource centers, senior centers and adult protective services. So this is a new grant term. I'm happy to report that self-help was monitored last month and they were deemed compliant with contract goals and standards. With that, I seek your approval on this grant authorization. I'm open to answering any questions you may have.
0: Great, thank you very much. Are there any comments or questions from the commission on item F? Seeing none, then i don't know. Ben, um, Madam Secretary, do we have anyone from the public who wishes to comment on item F?
1: Moderator, please open the phone line for public comment. And we will allow some time for callers to submit their requests. And do we have any callers in the queue?
8: Madam Secretary, there are no callers in the queue.
1: Thank you.
0: Okay, great. Then, hearing no further requests to speak on the item, we will close public comment. Is there a motion from the commissioners to approve item F? Uh, moved by Commissioner Jung. I, I saw a second from Commissioner Sklar. Thank you. Uh, Madam Secretary, can you please take a roll call vote to approve item F?
1: And, President Knudsen, how do you vote? Yes. yes. Vice President Spears, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Bittner, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Zhang, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Lum, how do you vote? Yes. And Commissioner Squire, how do you vote? Yes. The vote was unanimous. Thank you. Great, thank you, commissioners. The next item is G and also
0: requires a vote by the commission requesting authorization to modify the existing grant agreements with multiple providers for the provision of long-term housing subsidies for older adults and adults with disabilities during the period of July 1st, 2021 to June 30th, 2024 in the amount of $3 million, plus a 10% contingency for a total grant amount not to exceed 15235000 Dollars and Hannah Teferi will present this item. And
15: do I see Hannah? Hi. Hi. <laughs> Good morning. There you are. There you are. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're <Well>, welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, Commissioners. Executive Director Dearman. I'm Hannah Teferi, analyst with the Office of Community Partnership. It's my pleasure to present this item for you today. The DOS Housing Subsidy Program supports older adults and adults with disabilities with both financial assistance and housing stability services with the goal of preventing homelessness. Subsidies are determined by evaluating eligible participants income to rent ratio and balancing that ratio so that somewhere between 30 and 50% of that participant's income is going towards their rent. Providers also make an effort to work with participants to increase their income, find affordable housing opportunities and leverage community-based resources to support the participants' long-term success. Homelessness is a major concern in our city and an effective way to address this is to prevent eviction through tenant-based rental assistance. As we all know, the cost of living is very high and in San Francisco and our target population is on, often on a fixed or limited income. The pandemic also added um, to an already strained housing system by subsidizing part of their tenant responsibility and offering benefits and resource referrals. The program not only stabilizes housing, but also increases the quality of life for participants and their ability to age in place. Our providers, which include Q Foundation, Self-Help for the Elderly and Catholic Charities have shown themselves to be uniquely equipped to reach our target population. And by approving this modification, the additional funding will allow for an expansion of services to reach more people with much needed support in these post pandemic times. I'm available for any questions that you may have.
0: Okay, great, thank you so much. Are there any comments or questions from the commission on this
2: item? I have a question. I have a uh, question. Commissioner Bettner, yeah. What percentage of the recipients? What percentage of the percentage? Uh, younger people
15: with disabilities. Uh, of the younger people have disabilities? Um, Yeah, the percentage of participants that are um, under 60 with a disability for um the time frame of the first six months of this year January 1 to June of June 30th was um aggregate across the three programs about 25 percent thank you so much
0: great then thank you for having that statistic ready for us <laughs> yeah yeah I ran the report this morning so. good good because we we're asking that question so thank you and yeah. appreciate that Um, Any other questions or comments from the commission? Okay, then do we have anyone from the public who wishes to comment on agenda item G?
1: Moderator, please open the phone line for public comment and we will allow some time for callers to submit their request. Do we have any callers in the queue?
8: Madam Secretary, there are no callers in the queue. Thank you.
1: Thank you.
5: Okay.
0: okay, then hearing no further requests to speak on the item, we will close public comment. Is there a motion from the commissioners to approve item G? Um, <laughs> uh, move, I'll say moved by uh, Commissioner Sklar and seconded by um, Commissioner Bittner. Um Madam Secretary, can you please take a roll call vote to approve item G?
1: And President Knudsen, how do you vote? Yes. Vice President Spears, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Bittner, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Jung, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Lum, how do you vote? Yes. And Commissioner Sklar, how do you vote? Yes. Thank you, commissioners. The vote was unanimous.
0: Great, thank you, commissioners. The next item is H and also requires a vote by the commission. It's requesting authorization to renew the existing grant agreement with Felton Institute for the provision of community liaisons during the period of July 1st, 2021, through June 30th, 2023 in the amount of $121,152 plus a 10% contingency for a total grant amount not to exceed $133,267. And uh, Michael Zog will present the item. Here we are Mr. Zog. welcome. <laughs> good
6: morning. Uh, good morning commissioners, uh, executive director uh, Dearman. Thank you so much. I am Mike Zog, a program director with the Office of Community Partnerships Um, Our community liaisons program, it is a small but mighty program, um, which sort of boiled down at its essence creates four uh, part-time opportunities for older adults and adults with disabilities to be deployed into uh, community-based projects uh, at uh, various uh, nonprofits through the city, all of which are designed, these projects designed to enhance um, services or raise awareness and access uh, to services for older adults and adults with disabilities. Um, this program has the additional benefit of for those those four um, community liaison participants, um, creating uh, meaningful employment opportunities for them um, and utilizing their existing skill sets and experience to further enhance their, um, their, their project assignments. Um, This this program historically started about five years ago um, and was initially based out of our um, uh, two uh, resource hub um, as a way to sort of um, enhance and facilitate the experience for um, people seeking services at that site. Uh, 2020 arrived um, and this uh, was one of many programs that sort of adjusted on the fly and we saw them um, instead um, move to initially a remote um, assistance model um, and instead of um, working around the hub uh, moving to supporting um, projects at community-based organizations directly. Um, It was has been quite successful. We've seen them um, uh, participate in a number of projects um, and looking forward, we would like to continue um, with that model um, over the remainder of of this contract. Um, Currently within the program, um, language capacity, kind of alluding to one of the the skills that they bring um, to their projects. Current language capacity includes Cantonese, Mandarin um, and Tagalog. Uh, with that, I am happy to answer any questions uh, the commission may have on this item.
0: Do we have any questions from commissioners on this item? I, I, I guess I had one question, just reading it through uh, Mr. Zog, if it could. Um, do we always have the four liaisons and they were sort of operating out of the hub and now they're operating out of Felton due to the pandemic or were they in, in lieu of, what the services at the hub? Do you see? Does that make sense to you? So correct. So pre, we always have the liaisons, Yeah, we, we've we've had them, them
6: since 2016. Yeah. Uh-huh. Pre-COVID, they were um, working in assignments based in golf. so they were often physically there. Okay. Um, we have now moved away from that, and they are they are um, right now working virtually, either from home or at Felton office space. But I think as we get more comfortable um, um, with the reopening of things, that there will be opportunities for them to be out in the community supporting their projects.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And they're they'll they're kept busy through various requests that are um, through Felton or through telephone requests or something like that is how. Yeah, yeah,
6: it's not, community. it's not a um, it's not a sort of uh, ad hoc or one off request. Typically, these are um, ongoing or time mm-hmm. limited um, projects that might range from a couple of weeks to to ongoing that are going to we know are going to take a certain amount of hours um, of their time.
0: Okay, I'm just just curious about yeah. that. Um, okay, any other comments or questions from commissioners? Seeing none, um, do we have anyone from the public who wishes to comment on agenda item H?
1: Moderator, please open the phone line for public comment and we will allow some time for callers to submit their requests. Do we have any callers in the queue?
8: Madam secretary, there are no callers in the queue. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Okay. Great.
0: Then hearing no further requests to speak on the item, we will close public comment. Is there a motion from the commissioners to um, approve item H? So moved. Okay. From vice president Spears is moved and a second from commissioner Zhang. Um, Can we have a roll call vote to approve item H Madam secretary?
1: And president Knudsen, how do you vote? Yes. Vice President Spears, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Bittner, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Jung, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Lum, how do you vote? Yes. And Commissioner Sklar, how do you vote? Yes. Thank you, commissioners. The vote was unanimous. Great. Thank you very much. And as I said before,
0: we'll be skipping item I and J. So I'm moving to K on the agenda. Um, which also requires a vote by the commission uh, requesting authorization to enter a new grant agreement with Shanti Project for the provision of social isolation prevention services for LGBTQ plus older adults and adults with disabilities during the period of July 1st, 2021 through June 30th, 2023 in the amount of $954,282 plus a 10% contingency for a total amount not to exceed 1,800,000 $1,564 and Melissa McGee will present the item and I'm seeing Melissa McGee welcome.
16: <laughs> hello. So, hello. Good morning President Knudsen, commissioners and executive director Dearman. My name is Melissa McGee. I'm a program manager with the Office of Community Partnerships at DOS. I'm here today to ask your approval to enter into contract with Shanti for the provision of the social isolation prevention services program. The purpose of the grant is to provide social isolation prevention services to lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer, LGBTQ+, older adults, and adults with disabilities. Under this grant, social isolation prevention services are provided in order to address the emotional, behavioral, Health and social isolation challenges faced by lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender older adults and adults with disabilities. Program services include care navigation, peer support, and support programming. Excuse me. Care navigators will match peer support volunteers with clients and assist with facilitation of peer support volunteer trainings, support group facilitation, and peer based psychosocial support. Peer support volunteers provide outreach and supportive services to isolated, underserved LGBTQ+ older adults and adults with disabilities living with emotional and behavioral challenges. An assessment and training program for peer volunteers is conducted prior to matching them to clients. And support program programming can include support groups, well-being activities, and health-related education activities. And just for information and background, the San Francisco LGBTQ aging policy task force was convened in 2012 by the Board of Supervisors to evaluate the needs of LGBTQ plus seniors. Based on their research, the task force specifically recommended a program design which utilizes care navigation and peer volunteer support models of service delivery. These programs were initially implemented in Fiscal Year 17-18. Monitoring for Fiscal Year 2021 was conducted in May 2021. The program is in compliance with contract terms. There were no findings and no corrective actions needed. Uh, With that, I request your approval to enter into this contract. Thank you. Are there any questions or comments?
0: Great. Thank you so much, Ms. McGee. Are there any questions or comments from commissioners on this agenda?
2: I'm Um Do you have a percentage? Do you have a percentage? Um younger people with disabilities who are younger people with disabilities who are benefit from this program.
10: Who would benefit from this program?
16: I mean um, yeah, so um, I I uh, was just gathering some information earlier today with the program uh, manager. So um, in their analysis of the clients, 80% of the clients in the social isolation program are living with some sort of physical and or mental disability, um, such as physical disabilities, HIV, uh, depression, anxiety, Bipolar, mobility issues, dementia, to MS, to name a few. So there's a large percent of clients that, all, all, both older adults and younger adults who um, have some sort of disability that uses isolation services.
2: And um, do you know how many younger adults would there be?
16: You know, I don't have the breakdown exactly, but I will get that for you.
2: I need to give them in.
16: Okay.
0: Okay, I have a question. about so we'll that later. Yeah, Commissioner John, thank you.
11: Uh, just a minor question. I noticed um, in the documentation that uh, this uh, grantee uses, utilizes two subgrantees, Curry yeah. Center and Open House. Can you t- uh, talk a little bit more how uh, those two grantees
16: were selected? How uh, they were selected? Um, so uh, the- Pardon, I'm sorry.
11: Uh, I was just asking what uh, the process, how were they selected?
16: Oh, so how, so they were, so so Shanti as the lead agency and the agency with whom we are contracting uh, reached out to those organizations. Um, to uh, subcontract with them. And Curry, both Curry and Open House have a long history and successful history of working with the LGBTQ plus population. Um, So to maximize services, outreach and that sort of thing, they entered into agreements with those two organizations. Okay, great, thank you.
0: All right, great questions. Anything else from commissioners on this program? All right, do we have anyone from the public who wishes to comment on agenda item K?
1: Moderator, please open the phone line for public comment and we will allow some time for the callers to submit their requests. And do we have any callers in the queue?
8: Madam Secretary, there are no callers in the queue. Thank Thank you. Thank you.
1: Okay, great. Then hearing no further requests
0: to speak on the item, we'll close public comment. Is there a motion from commissioners to approve item K? So moved. Uh, From uh, moved by uh, Vice President Spears. We have a second. I second. Uh, From Commissioner Jung. Um, Madam Secretary, can you please take a roll call vote to approve item K? And
1: President Martha Knudsen, how do you vote? Yes. Vice President Spears, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Bittner, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Jung, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Lum, how do you vote? Yes. And Commissioner Sklar, how do you vote? Yes. Thank you, commissioners. The vote was unanimous.
0: Great thank you commissioners the next item is L and also requires a vote by the commission it's requesting authorization to enter into a new grant agreement with Shanti project for the provision of animal bonding services for isolated LGBTQ plus and medically vulnerable older adults and adults with disabilities during the period of July 1st 2021 through June 30th 2023 in the amount of $1,558,848 plus a 10% contingency for a total amount not to exceed $1,714,732. And again, Melissa McGee will present this
15: item.
16: Hello again, commissioners and Director Dierman. Um, So today for this one, I'm asking your approval to enter into contract with Shanti for the provision of the animal bonding services to lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer, LGBTQ+, older adults and adults with disabilities, as well as older adults who are medically vulnerable. The purpose of this grant is to provide care navigation and peer support volunteers for the delivery of animal companion support services and resources. Under this grant, Care navigators serve as the main points of contact for clients and help with the development and utilization of peer support volunteers. Peer support volunteers provide outreach and supportive services for clients who need pet support services. Both staff and volunteers work to connect clients and their pets to the pet food bank, pet health and maintenance services, help with walks and exercise for pets and other assistance as needed. And as just mentioned, the LGBTQ Aging Policy Task Force specifically recommended uh, services using care navigation and peer support, peer volunteer support models. Uh, Monitoring for fiscal year 2021 was conducted in May 2021. The program is in compliance with contract terms, there were no findings or corrective actions. And with that, I request your approval to enter into this contract. Great. Thank you.
0: Thank you. So all right, thank you. Are there any comments or questions um, about this item L uh, for, from the commissioners? Okay, seeing none, um, do we have any none from the public who wishes to comment on item L?
1: Moderator, please open the phone line for public comment. And we will allow some time for callers to submit their request. And do we have any callers in the queue?
8: Madam Secretary, there are no callers in the queue.
1: Thank you. Thanks. Okay, then hearing
0: no further requests to speak on the item, we will close public comment. Is there a motion to approve item L from the commissioners? So moved. Okay, from uh, moved by Commissioner Sklar, seconded by Commissioner Lum. Thank you for that, uh, Madam Secretary. Can we please take a roll call vote to approve Item L?
1: President Knudsen, how do you vote? Yes. Vice President Spears, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Bittner, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Jung, how do you vote? Yes. yes. Commissioner Lum, how do you vote? Yes. And commissioner Sklar, how do you vote? Yes. Thank you, commissioners. The vote was unanimous. Okay, thank you.
0: And now we're gonna be skipping M um, and O P Q. So I'm moving over to R.
16: Are you <laughs> skipping L? L is... Um... L, I thought I...
0: would We just did L
16: right M and N and I'm on for O.
0: Oh, okay. I'm sorry. We're skipping. I thought we're skipping M. And N. And oh, and we need to get to O. Thank you. Let me just get that in my notes. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Everyone needs to help me. That's all good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I found it. (laughs) Here we go. our next item is item O and, and also requires a commission by, a vote by the commission requesting authorization to enter into a new grant agreement with Institute on Aging for the provision for the center for elderly suicide prevention and grief related services during the period of July 1st, 2021 through June 30th, 2025 in the amount of $1,751,408 plus a 10% contingency for a total not to exceed $1,926,549, and Melissa McGee will present this item.
16: Okay, hello again. Thank you, <laughs> <Hello>. commissioners and <laughs> Director Dierman. Um, Today uh, for this grant, I'm here to ask your approval to enter into contract with the Institute on Aging for the provision of the uh, Center for Elderly Suicide Prevention Program. The purpose of this grant is to help maintain or improve the well being of older adults and adults with disabilities who need suicide prevention services through provision of a variety of suicide prevention and emotional support services. Under this grant, the services provided include grief education and counseling, informal and formal emotional support, crisis intervention and suicide prevention services as well as grief and loss education and training for staff and community-based organizations. Many in the community know of this service as the Friendship Line. Uh, Depending on the service type, the Friendship Line is a program in which services are offered in person and or over the phone. Monitoring for fiscal year 2021 was conducted in May 2021. The program is in compliance with contract terms. There were no findings and no corrective actions needed. And with that, I request your approval to enter into this contract. Thank you.
0: Okay, great. Thank you so much. Um, Do we have any comments or questions from the commission on item O? I'm not seeing any and I know that we became more familiar with the friendship line during the pandemic, which yes. became a uh, very, very well known and appreciated in the community. So um, interesting to actually read this other aspect of their work yeah. <laughs> when I was reading this grant. Um, so no other uh, questions or comments from the commission. Do we have anyone from the public who wishes to comment on agenda item O?
1: Moderator, please open the phone line for public comment. And we will allow some time for callers to submit their requests. And do we have any callers in the queue?
8: Madam Secretary, there are no callers in the
1: queue. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, then, hearing no further requests
0: to speak on the item, we will close public comment. Is there a motion to approve item O from the commissioners? Commissioner John has moved and uh, Vice President Spears has uh, seconded. Um, Madam Secretary, can we
1: please take a vote, call, a roll call vote to approve item O? President Knudsen, how do you vote? Yes. Vice President Spears, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Bittner, how do you vote? Yeah. Commissioner Jung, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Lum, how do you vote? Yes. And commissioner Sklar, how do you vote? Yes. Thank you, commissioners. The vote was unanimous.
0: Great, thank you so much. And if I have things correctly, we're skipping P and Q and moving to R. I think that's that's correct um commissioners the next item is R and also requires a vote by the commission requesting authorization to enter a new grant agreement with multiple vendors for the provision of congregate meal programs for older adults during the period of July 1st 2021 through June 30th 2025 in the amount of 31,523,163 dollars plus a 10% contingency for a total amount not to exceed $34,675,478. And Tiffany Kearney will present this item. Welcome again. Yeah, (laughs) Um, thank you. Hello again, commissioners, uh, President
14: Knutson and executive director Dearman. Um, I am uh, presenting the congregate meal program listed in agenda R as well as the remaining agenda Actually, I'm not sure if they're remaining anymore, Um, agenda items S through X um, to the commission for approval, all of which are nutrition service grants. Um, If it's okay with the commission, I would like to provide some general information about our department's nutrition service programming as a whole. And then hopefully with that, the remaining will go rather quickly um, because there are several Okay, that's great. Thank you. Okay. Um, Nutrition and meal support is an essential service coordinated by the department for older adults and adults with disabilities. Through a network of nutrition partners in the city, DOS provides its consumers with access to services that ensure the availability of safe and nourishing foods and meals. Our partners are knowledgeable about nutrition support and food service and skilled at delivering services to older adults um, and adults with disability. The pandemic highlighted their ability to be nimble and responsive to unanticipated and emerging needs. In March of 2020, all of the nutrition partners modified their services quickly and safely to continue to provide meals and groceries to their clients who needed support. They were successful at leveraging their existing resources to alter their day-to-day operations to help consumers shelter in place. Examples of this include um, expanding delivery services, offering meals to go with the option of picking up multiple meals at a a time and providing supplemental snacks. Our nutrition partners prioritize food safety and sanitation while offering meals and groceries that meet nutritional standards and provide key nutrients that we know are particularly important for the health of older adults and adults with disabilities. All of our nutrition partners conduct uh, nutrition risk screenings um, and food security screenings. Um, These um, together are very valuable um, components of the program and extremely helpful in identifying concerns um, and in mitigating the effects of food insecurity. Both nutrition counseling and nutrition education are also available to consumers enrolled in congregate and home delivered meal services. Um, Through our partnerships with multiple organizations, um, they are adept at services in many different communities. Uh, DOS is able to support culturally relevant uh, services and the provision of multiple cuisines. Um, I would like to note um, that as we go through the remaining uh, agenda items, or at least the ones specifically for nutrition services, um, the commission will see that some of the grants are for higher amounts and provide for more units of service in in fiscal year 21, 22. Um, And the reason for that is because the annual budget amount this year reflects um, additional funding that's been allocated in the city's budget to help meet the elevated demand our nutrition partners are experiencing at this time because of the pandemic. So with your permission now, I would like to move on to um, agenda item R and just briefly explain the service and how our providers are um, providing um, providing it now during the, as we emerge out of the pandemic. Uh, go ahead. That's great. Okay. So the first set of grants um, that I'm asking the commission to approve is for congregate meal services for older adults. The program offers healthy meals at community sites throughout the city, providing consumers with an opportunity to sit down, enjoy a meal, and socialize with friends and peers. Because communal dining was not an option during the pandemic um, and the city's uh, shelter in place health order our congregate partners trans- transition their dine-in service early on in the pandemic to meals to go meal delivery or both with the cities uh, issuing the safer return together order a little over a month ago our nutrition partners are now planning a transition back to communal dining the resumption of dine-in services will be a gradual process and look a little different for each of the nutrition partners the grantees listed in agenda item r collectively provide nutrition services across the city's 11 districts at 42 locations and together offer six different cuisines all dos nutrition partners uh, provide hot meals and a few including unlock project open hand and self-help for the elderly have been offering frozen meals as an alternative to hot meals to minimize the number of times a client would need to pick up or receive deliveries. Thank you. And I'm happy to answer any questions you may have at this time.
0: Okay, great. Thank you so much. Are there any comments or questions from the commission on uh, first the preparatory comments, which were very, very helpful. And thank you for that. Or just especially um, item R from commissioners. Okay, seeing none. Um, Do we have anybody from the public who wishes to comment on agenda item R, Madam Secretary?
1: Moderator, please open the phone line for public comment and we will allow some time for callers to submit their requests. And do we have any callers in the queue?
8: Madam Secretary, there are no callers in the queue.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Okay, then
0: hearing no further requests to speak on the item, we'll close public comment. Is there a motion to approve item R from the commissioners? So moved. From Vice President Spears has moved a second. From Commissioner Zhang, thank you. Um, Madam Secretary, can you please take a roll call vote to approve item R?
1: President Knudsen, how do you vote? Yes. Vice President Spears, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Bittner, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Jung, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Lum, how do you vote? Yes. And Commissioner Scar, how do you vote? Yes. Thank you, commissioners. The vote was unanimous. Great, thank you so much,
0: commissioners. The next item is S and also requires a vote by the commission requesting authorization to enter into a new grant agreement with multiple vendors for the provision of congregate meal programs for adults with disabilities during the period of July 1st, 2021 through June 30th, 2025 in the amount of $3,286,774, plus a 10% contingency for a total amount not to exceed $3,615,452. And Tiffany Kearney will also present this item. Okay. you are going to be stuck with me for a while. Um, (laughs) The rest of the alphabet. Yeah, there you
14: go. Um, Okay, this next set of grants um, I'm requesting the Commission to approve is for congregate meal services for adults with disabilities. The agencies awarded these grants are, um, are also our partners who provide congregate meal programs for older adults and the provision of a service is the same for both programs. The grantees providing congregate nutrition services for adults with disabilities collectively offer uh, meals at 31 locations throughout the city thank you and I'm happy to answer any questions you may have at this time
0: any comments or questions from the commission on this item then uh, do we have anyone from the public who wishes to comment on item h s sorry
1: (laughs) moderator please open the phone line for public comment on item s and we'll allow some time for callers to submit their requests do we have any callers in the queue
8: madam secretary there are no callers in the queue
1: thank you thank you okay then hearing no further requests
0: to speak on the item we will close public comment is there a motion to approve item s from the commissioners. Uh, Commissioner, Commissioner Lum has moved and Commissioner Sklar has seconded. Um, Madam Secretary, can you please take a roll call vote to approve item s.
1: President Knudsen, how do you vote? Yes. Vice President Spears, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Bittner, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Jung, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Lum, how do you vote? Yes. And Commissioner Sklar, how do you vote? Yes. Thank you, commissioners. The vote was unanimous. And thank you, commissioners. The next item is T
0: and also requires a vote by the commission requesting authorization to enter a new grant agreement with multiple vendors for the provision of home delivered meal program for adult older adults during the period of July 1st, 2021 through June 30th, 2025 in the amount of 42 million $99,775 plus a 10% contingency for a total amount not to exceed $46,309,753. And Tiffany Kearney will present this item. Okay, thank you again. Um, this set of grants that I am requesting the commission
14: um, to approve is for home delivered meal services for older adults. An individual who was 60 years of age or older is eligible for this service if they are homebound and do not have safe, healthy meal options available to them. Many of our partners, including Central Latino, Kamochi, Jewish Family Children's Services, and Russian American Community Services, deliver daily hot meals, and others, including Meals on Wheels, OnLock, and Self-Help for the Elderly, provide both hot and frozen meals two of our nutrition partners provide therapeutic diets that include low sodium diabetic and mechanical soft meals similar to congregate nutrition services dos home delivered meal partners collectively provide multiple cuisines including chinese japanese kosher latinx russian and american our partners also conduct nutrition risk and food security screenings and have access to nutrition counseling and nutrition education. Our home delivery partners assess a consumer's needs on a quarterly basis to ensure the meals provided are sufficient and appropriate. They also evaluate if there are additional services needed to help support the client at home. Each of these Partners deliver throughout the city to various degrees depending on demand and capacity. Meals on Wheels is the DOS nutrition provider that delivers citywide. Thank you, and I'm happy to
0: um, take any questions you might have about this, these grants. Okay, great. Um, do we have any comments or questions from the commission on item T as presented? Are okay, seeing none? Then, um, do we have anyone from the public who wishes to comment on agenda item T?
1: Moderator, please open the phone line for public comment and we will allow some time for callers to submit their requests. Do we have any callers in the queue?
8: Madam Secretary, there are no callers in the queue.
1: Thank you, moderator. Thank you.
0: Okay, hearing no further requests to speak on the item, we'll close public comment. Is there a motion to approve item T from the commissioners? I move. Uh, uh, Moved by Commissioner Bittner, second by Commissioner Jung. Uh, Madam Secretary,
1: can you please take a roll call vote to approve item T? President Knudsen, how do you vote? Yes. Vice President Spears, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Bittner, how do you vote? Uh, Commissioner Jung, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Lum, how do you vote? Yes. And Commissioner Sklar, how do you vote? Yes. Thank you, commissioners, the vote was unanimous.
0: Great, thank you so much, commissioners. The next item is you and also requires a vote by the commission requesting authorization to enter into a new grant agreement with multiple vendors for the provision of home delivered meal program for adults with disabilities during the period of July 1st, 2021 through June 30th, 2025 in the amount of $6,249,902, plus a 10% contingency for a total amount not to exceed $6,874,893. And Tiffany Kearney will present the item.
14: Hey, thank you again. Um, I am now requesting the Commission to approve grants uh, with Meals on Wheels, Project Open Hand, and Self-Help for the Elderly to provide home-delivered meal services for adults with disabilities. Each of these grantees adhere to the same policy, procedures, and guiding principles as our nutrition partners do when providing home-delivered meal services for the older adult population. Meals on Wheels provides two meals a day self help and project Am provide participants one meal a day. Home delivered meal services are also available citywide. Thank you and I'm happy
0: to answer any questions you may have about these particular grants at this time. Okay, thank you Ms. Kearney. Are there any comments or questions from the Commission. Okay, hearing none, do we have anyone from the public who wishes to comment on agenda item U?
1: Moderator, please open the phone line for public comment. And do we have any callers in the queue?
8: Madam Secretary, there are no callers in the queue.
1: Thank you. Thanks.
0: Okay, then hearing no further requests to speak on the item, we will close public comment. Is there a motion from the commissioners to approve item U?
2: Uh,
0: Moved by Commissioner a second by Commissioner Lum. Madam Secretary, can you please take a roll call vote to approve
1: item U? President Knudsen, how do you vote? Yes. Vice President Spears, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Bittner, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Jung, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Lum, how do you vote? Yes. And Commissioner Square, how do you vote? Yes. Thank you, Commissioners. The vote was unanimous.
0: Great. Thank you so much. Commissioners, the next item is V and require, also requires a vote by the commission. It's requesting authorization to enter into a new grant agreement with Meals on Wheels from the provision of emergency home delivered meal program during the period of July 1st, 2021 through June 30th, 2025, in the amount of $695,036, plus a 10% contingency for a total amount not to exceed $764,540. And Tiffany Kearney will present this item. Okay, thank you. So sometimes consumers
14: have a critical or urgent need for nutrition support. For these situations um, and consumers, DOS is seeking the commission's approval for a grant with, um, with Meals on Wheels to provide emergency home delivered meal services. Our intake department vets the emergency meal request and determines if emergency services are needed. Examples of emergency situations include a referral from Adult Protective Services or SFPD, a person who is at risk for hospitalization or or readmission to um, either with, or readmission to a hospital without nutrition support. Meals on Wheels, as the designated emergency uh, home-delivered meal partner will prioritize these requests and start services quickly thank you and I am happy to answer any questions
0: you have at this time okay thank you are there any comments or questions from the commission all right then seeing none uh, do we have anyone from the public who wishes to comment on agenda item b
1: moderator please open the phone line for public comment and we will allow some time for callers to submit their requests And do we have any callers in the queue
8: madam secretary there are no callers in the queue thank you.
1: thank you
0: thanks okay great then hearing no further request to speak on the item we'll close public comment is there a motion from the commissioners to approve item v I move second from commissioner Bittner is the motion and second from I think it was commissioner Lum um, please take a roll call vote
1: to approve item V. And President Knudsen, how do you vote? Yes. Vice President Spears, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Bittner, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Zhang, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Lum, how do you vote? Yes. And Commissioner Sklar, how do you vote? Yes. Thank you, Commissioners. The vote was unanimous.
0: Great, thank you, commissioners. The next item is W and also requires a vote by the commission requesting authorization to enter into a new grant agreement with Institute on Aging for the provision of home delivered meals assessments for adults with disabilities during the period of July 1st, 2021 through June 30th, 2025, in the amount of $1,435,008, plus a 10% contingency for a total amount not to exceed $1,578. Five hundred seventy-eight thousand five hundred and nine dollars. And Tiffany Kearney will present this item.
14: Okay. Um. Thank you. Um. I mentioned earlier that consumers who receive home-delivered meals are assessed on a quarterly basis to ensure that meals are provide that the meals provided are sufficient and appropriate. For um, the adults with disability population, the initial and um, annual assessment is conducted by an organization other than the meal provider to ensure timely and thorough assessments and to facilitate the onboarding of um, new clients when it is, in fact, initial assessment. DOS is seeking the Commission's approval for um, a grant agreement with Institute on Aging to provide um, both the initial and annual home delivered meal assessment services for adults with disabilities. Thank you and I'm happy to answer questions um, about this grant.
0: Okay, great. Thank you, Ms. Kearney. Are there any comments or questions from the Commission on um, item W? Okay, seeing no questions, uh, do we have anyone from the public who wishes to comment on Agenda Item W?
1: Moderator, please open the phone lines for public comment, and we will allow time for callers to submit their requests. And do we have any callers in the queue?
8: Madam Secretary, there are no callers
1: in the queue. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, great. Hearing no further
0: requests to speak on the item, we'll close public comment. Is there a motion from commissioners to approve item W? Move. Uh, move from uh, Vice President Spears and a second, I think, from Commissioner Sklar. Um, Madam Secretary, can you please take your roll call vote to approve item W? President
1: Knudsen, how do you vote? Yes. Yeah. Vice President Spears, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Bittner, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Jung, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Lum, how do you vote? Yes. And Commissioner Sklar, how do you vote? Yes. Thank you, commissioners. The vote was unanimous.
0: Great. Thank you, commissioners. The next item is X and also requires a vote by the commission requesting authorization to enter into a new grant agreement with multiple vendors for the provision of home delivered grocery during the period of July 1st, 2021 through June 30th, 2025 in the amount of $5 million $851,149 plus a 10% contingency for a total amount not to exceed $6,436,264. And Tiffany Kearney will present this item.
14: Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so the next and um final set um of grants I am presenting to the commission for approval is for home delivered grocery services. The target population for DOS's home-delivered grocery uh, programs are older adults and adults with disabilities who need additional food resources and have capacity to store food and prepare meals but are unable to visit local pantries or transport the food home from a pantry. In collaboration with the San Francisco Marin Food Bank, as the DOS grantee who provides the contents for the grocery bags, Bayview Senior Services, Community Living Campaign, Golden Gate Senior Services, and Urban Services YMCA will deliver the bags of groceries directly to the home of the program participant. The contents of the grocery bag include fresh and seasonal produce, sources of protein and grains in sufficient quantity to prepare seven individual meals. The San Francisco Marin Food Bank is also a grantee and they too will deliver bags of groceries directly to the home of eligible consumers. And um, they also through this grant will manage the home delivered uh, grocery waitlist and develop community partnerships to maintain and grow home delivered grocery services to meet the demand. Some of the grantees provide additional services and support such as social services, enhanced outreach and other activities. With this particular set of grants, um, the department is delighted to be working with a new partner, Urban Services YMCA, who will be delivering and outreaching to consumers specifically in District 11. We are also excited about a new model of home-delivered grocery services that Bayview Senior Services launched during the shelter-in-place health order and that they, um, through this new grant, will be able to continue. Bayview's home-delivered grocery program provides consumers with fresh and culturally relevant supplemental produce, um, and their clients um, have the ability to choose the produce they like. Some examples of the produce that um, Baby was offering to their clients include greens, bok choy, sweet potatoes, and no gas bananas. We are looking forward to working with our new and existing home delivered um, partners to provide this beneficial and needed nutrition support in the community. Thank you, and I am happy to answer any questions you might have um, about
0: these grants. Okay, do we have any comments or questions from the
11: commission? Uh, Commissioner Jung. Um This, I mean, as far as food needs and meals, um, it, I, I think we've really seen uh, in this past year pandemic how important it is that people do have access to, to food and nutrition. I'm just wondering, I'm looking at all the different grants that we've looked at and the one that's now up for approval. How does all this coordinate? How do you, how do you know, what, where's the coordination as to what household, what senior, adult with disability needs grocery deliver? They need to basically have meals deliver, or are they having meals delivered from a contract pro- program that's not happening yet. You know, how, how is all this coordinated? Uh, to um, ensure, you know, uh, most effective access to, to you know the food needs of, of individuals.
14: Um, thank you. That's a that's a great question. Um, I specifically I can speak to the older adults and adults with disability population. Um, so I mean, all of our services are tracked um through um a through a sort of a database system called CA Get Care, and all of our providers have access to that database. So, you know, when a client um, is receiving services, um, anyone any like us, as well as any of the nutrition providers can see what services um, they are accessing. So, um, you know, and then also, for, for example, um, you know, um, we know that if someone is, accessing let's say on lock um for congregate meals Um, we would also be able to see if they are accessing let's say maybe um central latino for for meals as well or or perhaps they're also deliver or they're also accessing um you know uh, one of the providers for home delivered grocery services so you know it's sort of a um that central database, we're able to see, um, you know, sort of usage, you know, across across the districts, across the um, providers. Does that answer your question? Yes, thank
0: okay. you. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. Anybody else have a comment or question on this item? Then um, does anyone from the public uh, wish to comment on item X?
1: moderator please open the phone line for public comment and we will allow some time for callers to submit their request do we have any callers in the queue
8: madam secretary there are no callers in the queue thank you thanks
0: Okay. Then, hearing no further request to speak on the item, we'll close public comment. Is there a motion to approve item X from the commissioner? I'm moved From Commissioner Sklar, uh, is moved. Has moved. We have a second. Second from uh, Commissioner Jung. Um, Madam Secretary, can you please uh, call the roll for item X?
1: And President Knudsen, how do you vote? Yes. Vice President Spears, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Bittner, how do you vote? yeah commissioner Zhang how do you vote yes commissioner Lum how do you vote yes and commissioner right. Scar how do you vote yes thank you commissioners the vote is unanimous okay
0: great thank you so much and I think we're ready for item I I believe I saw Kelly Mr. Saron join
16: here Oh,
0: very good. Well, let me call the item then. Thank you. Uh, Commissioners, the next item is I and also requires a vote by the commission requesting authorization to enter into a new grant agreement with Merced residential care for the provision of emergency bed placement during the period of July 1st, 2021 through June 30th, 2025 in the amount of $470,387 plus a 10% contingency for a total amount not to exceed 517,426,000 and Achilles Saron will uh, present this item. Welcome.
13: Thank you. Hello, commissioners and director Dearman. Again, my name is Achilles Saron, director of adult protective services. We're requesting authorization to enter into a new contract with Merced Residential Care to provide emergency and short-term placement services to older adults and adults with disabilities or victims of abuse neglect and exploitation. The purpose of the contract is to meet our state mandate to provide for emergency shelter to guarantee a safe place for a client to stay until the dangers at home can be resolved. The dearth bed for the first 15 months is to assist clients displaced by the COVID-19 pandemic in and in particular to assist individuals who are required to move from the existing shelter in place hotels that the city established as part of San Francisco's implementation of the Project Roomkey Initiative. Through this contract, we will be able to work with clients in finding permanent solutions and to coordinate services on their behalf, all of these while they are in a safe environment. Thank you.
0: Okay, thank you. Um, uh, are there any comments or questions from the Commission, Mr. Saron?
1: On this contract
0: item. All right. Do we have anyone from the public who wishes to comment on agenda item I?
1: Moderator, please open the phone line for public comment. Do we have any callers in the queue?
8: Madam Secretary, there are no callers in the queue. Thank you.
1: Thank you.
0: Okay, then hearing no further requests to speak on the item, we'll close public comment. Is there a motion um, to approve item I? So moved. From Vice President Spears, do we have a second? I second. Um, Commissioner Jung, thank you. Uh, Madam Secretary, can you please take a roll call vote to approve item I?
1: President Knudsen, how do you vote? Yes. Vice President Spears, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Bittner, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Jung, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Lum, how do you vote? Yes. And Commissioner Sklar, how do you vote? Yes. Thank you, Commissioners. The vote was unanimous.
0: Great. Thank you so much, Commissioners. The next item is J and also requires a vote by the Commission requesting authorization to modify the existing grant agreement with Central Communications Inc. for the provision of Hotline Answering Services for Adult Protective Services, APS, Family and Children's Services, FCS, Public Conservator PC and Public Guardian PG for the period of July 1st, 2017 through August 31st, 2022 in the amount of 25,000 plus a 10% contingency for a total amount not to exceed $137,500. And again, uh, Mr. Saron will present the item.
13: Hello again, Commissioners and Director Dearman. We're requesting authorization to enter into a new contract with Central Communications Incorporated. The purpose of the contract is to provide adult protective services, family and children's services, and the Office of the Public Guardian and Public Conservator with an answering service beyond our regular business hours. That is, after 5 p.m. on weekdays and on a 24-hour basis on weekends and holidays. During a local disaster, Central Communications Incorporated, Will also provide backup coverage during regular business hours. Central Communications Incorporated will receive and forward the calls to our staff on standby 24 7. Per state law, we are required to receive and respond to reports of suspected elder dependent adult and child abuse on a 24 hour basis and to be responsive to any urgent matters about our conservatees. This contract will facilitate our ability to operate on a 24 hour basis. as required by state law. Thank you.
0: Okay, thank you. Are there any comments or questions from the Commission on item J? Okay, seeing Same.
4: none. Just, just one. Uh, uh, and it, it, the this group. is really just an extension for another year of
9: existing contract, correct? Correct. correct. Okay, just wanted to make sure I understood that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um,
0: Okay, then moving along, do we have anyone from the public who wishes to comment on agenda item J?
1: Moderator, please open the phone line for public comment. And we'll allow some time for callers to submit their request. And do we have any callers in the queue?
8: Madam Secretary, there are no callers in the queue.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Okay, great. Hearing no further requests to speak on the item, we will close public comment. Is there a motion from the commissioners to approve item J? I move. Uh, from Commissioner Bittner has moved. A second. I second. From Commissioner John. thank you. Uh, Madam
1: Secretary, can you please take a roll call vote to approve item J? Yes. President Knudsen, how do you vote? Yes. Vice President Spears, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Commissioner. Bittner, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Jung, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Lum, how do you vote? Yes. And Commissioner Scar, how do you vote? Yes. Thank you, commissioners. The vote was unanimous.
0: Okay, thank you. If I have things right, Commissioners, the next item is M and also requires a vote by the Commission requesting authorization to enter into a new grant agreement with Institute on Aging for the provision of the Elder Abuse Forensic Center during the period of July 1st, 2021 through June 30th, 2025, Mm -hmm. in the amount of $628,164, plus a 10% contingency for a total not to exceed $690,980. And Mr. Cerrone will present this item.
13: Thank you, Commissioners, Director Dierman. We're requesting authorization to enter into a new grant agreement with the Institute on Aging to operate our Elder Abuse Forensic Center and Multidisciplinary Team Program. The purpose is to meet our state mandate to establish multidisciplinary teams to provide coordinated preventive and remedial services to older adults and adults with disabilities who are victims of abuse. Through this grant agreement, We will continue to develop interagency treatment strategies to ensure maximum access to and coordination with existing community resources on behalf of victims of abuse and to avoid duplication of efforts this is in partnership with agencies such as law enforcement or public guardians office and other professionals qualified in the identification treatment and prevention of abuse neglect and financial exploitation thank you
0: Okay, great. Thank you. Um, Commissioners, do we have any comments or questions about um, item M for Mr. Saron? Seeing none, uh, do we have anyone from the public who wishes to comment on agenda item M?
1: Moderator, please open the phone line for public comment and we will allow some time for callers to submit their request. Do we have any callers in the queue?
8: Madam secretary, there are no callers in the queue. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Okay. Then hearing no further
0: requests to speak on the item, we'll close public comment. Is there a motion from the commissioners to approve item M? I so
2: moved.
0: I, I uh, moved by commissioner Lum and a second by commissioner Jung. Thank you for that. Uh, Madam secretary, can you please take a roll call vote to approve item M?
1: President Knudsen, how do you vote? Yes. Vice President Spears, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Bittner, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Jung, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Lum, how do you vote? Yes. And Commissioner Sklar, how do you vote? Yes. Thank you, commissioners. The vote was unanimous.
0: Great. Thank you, Commissioners. The next item is N and requires a vote by the Commission requesting authorization to enter into a new grant agreement with multiple vendors for the provision of elder abuse prevention services during the period of July 1st, 2021 through June 30th, 2025 in the amount of $860,056 plus a 10% contingency for a total not to exceed $946,062 and Mr. Saron will present this item.
13: Thank you, Commissioners. Director Dierman, we're requesting authorization to enter into a new grant agreement with the Institute on Aging to operate our Elder Abuse Prevention Program and with the Asian Pacific Islander Legal Outreach to provide the same, but with a focus on our Asian Pacific Islander communities. The purpose of this grant is to meet our state mandate to provide mandated reporters of suspected elder and dependent adult abuse with education and instructional materials regarding abuse and neglect and their obligation to report. Through this grant agreement, we will be able to continue to provide mandated reporters and the community with information on how to recognize potential abuse and neglect of older adults and adults with disabilities, how to report known or suspected incidents of abuse and neglect, the appropriate telephone numbers to call, and what information would assist about protective services with our investigation of the report. Also, through this grant agreement, the Asian Pacific Islander Legal Outreach will convene an API task force to coordinate with APS preventive and remedial services among key providers. APILO has a multilingual and culturally diverse staff that is able to competently and effectively conduct education and outreach to our API communities. Thank
0: you. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, Are there any comments or questions from the Commission on this item? Okay, seeing none, um, do we have anyone from the public who wishes to comment on
1: agenda item N? Moderator, please open the phone line for public comment. We will allow some time for callers to submit their requests. do we have any callers in the queue
8: madam secretary there are no callers in the queue
1: thank you thank you
0: okay then hearing no further request to speak on the item we'll close public comment is there a motion to approve item n from the commissioners so move from uh, commissioner Sklar is moved a second I second uh, from uh, commissioner Zhang uh, thank you madam secretary can you please take a roll call vote to approve item n President
1: Knudsen, how do you vote? Yes. Vice President Spears, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Bittner, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Jung, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Lum, how do you vote? Yes. And Commissioner Sklar, how do you vote? Yes. Thank you, Commissioners. The vote was unanimous.
0: Great. Thank you so much. Um, then the next item is P and also requires a vote by the Commission requesting authorization to enter into a new grant agreement with the Institute on Aging for the provision of high-risk, self-neglect multidisciplinary team during the period of July 2021 through September 30th, 2022 in the amount of $130,000 plus a 10% contingency for the total amount not to exceed $143,000. And Mr. Saron will present this
13: item. Thank you again, Commissioners. Director Dearman, we're requesting authorization to enter into a new grant agreement with the Institute on Aging to operate a high risk self neglect multidisciplinary team program. The purpose is to meet our state mandate to establish multidisciplinary teams to provide coordinated preventive and remedial services to older adults and adults with disabilities who are victims of self neglect and who are most at risk of harm due to their inability for self-care and self-protection. Through this grant agreement, we will continue to develop interagency treatment strategies to ensure maximum access to and coordination with existing community resources on behalf of victims of self-neglect and to avoid duplication of efforts. Members of this team will include other city departments and programs such as uh, HSH, DPH, local hospitals, community-based organizations that provide case management, and other professionals qualified in the, in the identification, treatment, and prevention of self-neglect. And by HSH, I mean the Department of Homelessness and Supported Housing, and DPH, the Department of Public Health. Thank you.
0: Okay, thank you. And thank you for clarifying those initials. We appreciate that for the record. Um, Do we have any comments or questions from the commission? Okay, seeing none, do we have anyone from the public who wishes to comment on agenda item P?
1: Moderator, please open the phone line for public comment and we will allow some time for callers to submit their requests. do we have any callers in the queue?
8: Madam Secretary, there are no callers in the queue. Thank you.
1: Thank you. All
8: right.
0: Then hearing no further requests to speak on the item, we will close public comment. Is there a motion from the commissioners to approve item P? I move. Uh, From Commissioner Bittner has moved. A second. Um, From Commissioner Lum, thank you. Madam Secretary, can you please take a roll call vote to approve item P?
1: I'm sorry, President Knudsen, how do you vote? Yes. Uh, Vice President Spears, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Bittner, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Jung, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Lum, how do you vote? Yes. And Commissioner Sklar, how do you vote? Yes. Thank you, commissioners. The vote was unanimous. Great,
0: thank you so much. Um, Commissioners, the next item is Q and also requires a vote by the Commission requesting authorization to enter into a new grant agreement with the Institute on Aging for the provision of Home Safe Program during the period of July 1st, 2021 through June 30th, 2023 in the amount of $1,080,000 plus a 10% contingency for a total not to exceed $1,188,000 and Mr. Saron will present this final item.
13: Thank you, commissioners, director, Dierman. We're requesting authorization to enter into a new grant agreement with the Institute on Aging to provide intensive case management to older adults and adults with disabilities who are facing eviction as a result of self-neglect. These are vulnerable adults who live in either supportive housing or independently, but with substantially limited financial resources. The purpose of this grant agreement is to mirror commitment to the state under the home safe pilot grant by providing short-term case management interventions and purchasing goods and services necessary to prevent harm and homelessness through this grant agreement we will be able to support clients safety and housing stability using evidence-based practices modeled after the das community living fund program which has been operated by the institute on aging since
0: 2006. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Do we have any comments or questions from the commission on item Q? All right. Seeing none, do we have any uh, members of the public who would wish to comment on uh, agenda item Q?
1: Moderator, please open the phone line for public comment on item Q. And we will allow some time for callers to submit their requests. And do we have any callers in the queue?
8: Madam Secretary, there are no callers in the queue.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Okay, hearing no further requests to speak on the item, we will close public comment. Is there a motion from the commissioners to approve item Q? I move. Com- from Commissioner Bittner, a second, I believe I saw from Commissioner Jung. Um, sec- Madam Secretary, can you please take a roll call vote to approve item Q?
1: Yes. President Knudsen, how do you vote? Yes. Vice President Spears, how do you vote? Yes. Yes. Commissioner Bittner, how do you vote? Yes. Commissioner Jung, how do you vote? Yes. And Commissioner Lum, how do you vote? Yes. And Commissioner Sklar, how do you vote? Yes. Thank you, Commissioners. The vote was unanimous.
0: Great. Well, thank you, commissioners, staff, and especially our new director and our new commission secretary for getting us through this meeting. I, mean, I think we all feel such a heartfelt uh, thankfulness for that and all the work that goes behind the scenes uh, to make this this agenda happen. So I just wanted to, to note that for this meeting, um, there it will be no meeting in August um and that's why we had such a heavy agenda and i know i'm sure all the contractors uh who are the recipients of this are very appreciative of of us uh coming together and uh and participating today uh and while the staff uh, really achieved brevity in this i really appreciate the fact that the commissioners are so attentive and ask such good questions so that uh, we're, we're very um we we know that there was a thorough vetting of all of this. So we, we, the, our public uh, aspect of this is, is definitely mad and I really appreciate that. Um, so no meeting in August. I will not be here in September. So Vice President Spears has agreed to um, uh, serve as chair of the meeting, which I wanted to say thank you for. It allows me to have a family reunion after a long pandemic. So I appreciate that. And uh, with that, Unless there are any other announcements from other commissioners. I, I have a question. Sure, Commissioner Scar. Do we think
7: that all, the September meeting might be in person at City Hall, or will it still be online?
0: Uh, I I don't know. Do, I don't know if uh Executive Director
4: Dierman has any information. <laughs> uh thank you, Commissioner scar I know that. Um, things are supposed to start opening up in September. We still haven't gotten the word yet on when commissions are going back. So as soon as we find out, we will let you know. Okay,
3: okay so thank Dr. you. <laughs> to you all yes,
4: it would be. <laughs> and the date is September 1st? <laughs> Just... For the next commission meeting, yes. Okay. Thank you. Um, then hearing no one
0: else, I'm sure we're all very happy to adjourn this meeting. Uh, thank you again, commissioner, staff, and everybody else that makes this meeting happen.
9: Motion to adjourn. Thank you. We'll (laughs) say
0: goodbye. (laughs) Thanks
9: all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye.